Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coffee and KOs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Coffee and Chaos podcast. We have another special bonus episode. We are doing breakout stars, uh, our breakout star of 2020, and we have special guest Dave Van Auken. Dave, thanks for joining us again from Fight Bananas. There you go, man. Absolutely, man. Pleasure. Love it. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. You're killing it. Uh, thanks for having me back. Awesome. So 2020 has been a year. This is one I really struggled with a lot because there's there's a lot of guys that have that potential like we can we can label them as stars, the breakout star of 2020. That's what we're leaning we're going with today and I don't know about you guys, but I I kind of wrestled a while last night with this one trying to put it together. Yeah, there's multiple options for sure. Uh like you said it was a really weird 2020. Um, I don't know if you want me to take it away. I got a couple kind of like honorable mentions and a couple guys and girls that are so close. But when I got down to it, uh, the person I did pick who was the breakout star of 2020, I think it's at the end of it kind of easy. If you just put everything together and what he meant to the company, to the division and all that, I think it's pretty uh, spot on. But uh, yeah, I, I, it was fun. I definitely... It was around like 2.30 a.m. I should have been sleeping. The kids were in bed. I'm like, okay, I can't wait to go on it. Who should I be back and forth? So, you know, it is what it is. It was good. And I feel like there's there's two names that, like, seems like everyone's really talking about. And I, I kind of assume that at least one of you is going to say one of the two. So I, I kind of took, like, maybe a little bit of an unpopular opinion. So, okay. But I, I was wrestling with it for a while, like, trying to sleep last night. And there's so many great stars that kind of came out of nowhere. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have. Yeah, I know what two names you're talking about, and I don't know. I don't know if mine's gonna gonna surprise you guys or not. And this is the holidays, man. We're around the holidays. It's all about surprises, right? So my my 2020 breakout star is Davison Figueredo. Um, I picked Davison Figueredo because I think he had a name to him beforehand, but he claims the belt in 2020. For me, I think that's huge in a division that lost Cejudo. They got rid of Demetrius Johnson. Um, and I feel like, you know, that division was needed of star power, someone who can come in and kind of take the division by storm. And it's really after he won the belt that we get guys like Brennan Royval that are now coming, uh, and, and going to the top. And then we have, um, Brandon Moreno who, you know, that fight was potential fight of the year. Um, so Davison Figueredo was a guy that, you know, he already had a name behind him before. His last loss was Juicier Formiga, um, but he's really changed since then. I feel like he's really grown. He's he's to me, he's the total package as far as power. He's got a good ground game. Now to say Brendan Moreno also taking him the distance and potentially, you know, I think at the end Figueroa won the fight. The point deduction kind of hurt him there, but. Um, just for it being that close, I didn't see it being that close. I thought that Figueredo, based on his track record, was gonna was gonna finish that fight early. But I think that Figueredo, to me, you know, winning the belt, beating Joey B twice, who jo- Joseph Benavidez is to me, in my opinion, he's he's a he's a very good fighter. He's been around for such a long time. He's faced everyone. Um, and for me, like I love that division. That is p- potentially my favorite division in UFC, just because the fights are always exciting. They're always exciting. The little guys are always put on a hell of a show, no matter who it is. Like, 
you know, they, they always put on a great show no matter what. I'm the, I kind of put Steve on, on that division, the flyweight division. He was kind of like, eh. I'm like, dude, every single one of those fights are always exciting. There's never a boring fight. And uh, I think that that division has a lot of potential. But now we got people like Cejudo wants to come back. And I think that that's a potential star-studded fight, him and Figueredo. And then we got Moreno, Figueredo have to run it back. So, um, But yeah, I think Davis and Figueredo, like I said, beat Joe Ben twice. He wins the belt. Um, he goes to, to war in a potential fight of the year candidate. And uh, to me, he brings excitement back to that division. Uh, my honorable mentions for me is, my I picked one, was Marvin Vittori. I think that he's really put a put a name for himself in the UFC. I think that... Uh, his loss to Izzy, which obviously wasn't in 2020, but his loss to Izzy, a lot of people were like, didn't really know who Vittori was, I feel like. And people knowing what he did and bring Izzy, you know, he bought the fight out in Izzy and Izzy's first UFC fight. And now like he's, he's, he's grown so much. And I don't know that I've seen someone want it as bad as Marvin Vittori. He is so like, he is willing to die in the octagon. You can tell how bad he wants it. And then that fight against Jack Hermanson just kind of cemented his place in that division. I would love to see him and Kevin Holland go at it. I think that would be phenomenal. Um, but uh, at the end, I, I like Marvin Vittori. You had obviously Kevin Holland as a potential star, I think. Uh, that could be a breakout star 2020. The, the reason I didn't pick him or Kamzat was based on competition. I feel like Jock Ray is a good name. But I didn't feel as if Kevin Holland had the big, big name to really make him a star. I think 2021 is going to be a huge year for him. And uh, kind of the same thing with Kamzat. When Gerald Mearshart is your biggest opponent, I don't know that I can really label you a star. But the potential is there. The hype is there. To me, I think I look at credentials and, and uh, the accolades and what's happened. And I feel like Davison Figueredo, at the end of the day, kind of had the biggest 2020 winning the belt and beating Joey Ben twice, and then, you know, the fight of the year candidate, I thought that he kind of ran away with it, in my opinion. Man, what's your email? I, I got to send you over a contract. We need you. Well, we're going to give you a big money deal to come to Fight Bananas. That was just six minutes of gold. That was perfect. Uh, Thank I don't you. know if you need the other show anymore. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. No, um, I'm going to kind of go backwards a little bit. One, I got... Two honorable mentions, and then two honorable mentions that are not in the UFC. Let me throw out real quick. Cody Law, Bellator MMA, kid's an absolute stud. Uh, first round management, American top team, Masvidal, Dustin Poirier. These are all guys he's around. He's got the look. He's got the uh, the ability. Cody Law, I'm telling you, breakout star this year and going forward. Another one, Bella Mir. Uh, Frank Mir's daughter signs uh, you know, with first round management as well. She turns professional at 17 years old. She got two wins in three months. She's on UFC Fight Pass for Icon Fighting Federation. 2-0. She's 17 years old. She's Frank Mir's daughter. She could be literally, not overstating this, the biggest name, the biggest face in all of mixed martial arts. She could have a rousy effect. So those are my two outside. Two, you mentioned Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland's got to be in the conversation. Absolutely. Any guy that goes 5-0 and in one year, major knockout wins. Uh, the guy can talk on the microphone. He just has this great uh, mojo about him. Uh, I agree on the competition. That's why he's not my number one guy. Uh, but Holland's got to be in the the conversation. And then this is my dark horse, um, Charles Oliveira. I don't think any fighter maybe has uh, boosted his career. And maybe I think what he did in 2020 was set up a huge 2021 He's probably got two or three fights in the horizon, and it's names like McGregor, 
and uh, Habib Nurmagomedov and Gaethje, like his two next big fights are going to be humongous. So I I couldn't give him the breakout star of 2020 because I think next year could be even bigger for him. So I cannot wait. But my guy is Davis and Figueredo. I just think um, all of what you said, 100%, then I don't think you gave him enough credit for he was the main event for the last first fight island uh you know the first time they went there it was the main event it was just like a really cool feel it was the last fight of them being there for the week then they main evented ufc 255 and then with yawn and sterling went to the crap they main evented three weeks of uh, away it was the kind of the end of the year to main event the short uh the shortest title defense ever and like you said too i i, I put a tweet about it about it, nothing more 2020 than the UFC flyweights is the most interesting division in the whole UFC. He brought it back. I think he is a star. I think the, um, the short weight cut hurt him. I think when he fights uh, Brandon again, he defeats him pretty easily in 2021 in the spring summer. So I think the breakout star, because I think he is a star. I think he's got great the glasses, the hair, the knockouts. Davison Figueredo is my star of 2020. Outside of the top 15. There were fighters like Robbie Lawler, Anthony Rocco Martin, who were ranked ahead of him. Um, his biggest win to date was Gunnar Nelson in September 2019. Then in 2020, he gets two huge wins. He beats Demi and Maya, round one knockout. Then he gets an absolutely dominant performance, unanimous decision win over Tyron Woodley. This guy went from outside the top 15. Now, not only is he the number one contender fighting against Kamara Usman, but we're, we're actually talking about him winning that fight. Like, I didn't think anyone was going to touch Kamara Usman. And I, I legitimately believe Gilbert Burns is going to be that guy to take him out. And I think he just, from a 2020 perspective, just went outside the top 15, shot up to the number one contender spot. And to me, he is my breakout star of 2020. A good pick. My one rebuttal with Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns has been on Fight Bananas before. Really good guy like him. He lives down here in Florida, trains down here in South Florida. Love me some Gilbert Burns. Breakout in 2020, yes. Breakout star, star. That man walks in Publix in the grocery store. No one gives a crap about him. No one knows who Gilbert yeah. Burns is. And I feel like Chamayev and Holland and Figueredo, Bellamere would walk down the streets and people would ask for pictures and names and autographs and on Instagram stories. Uh, Gilbert Burns, to me, net, didn't go to that next level of starness. And there's a reason why there's rumored of uh, the February card of Jan and Sterling and um, Ortega and Volkanovski and Usman and Burns. Because all six of those guys, like all those champions, can't sell a pay-per-view. And all three of those guys aren't star champions. So they're like, hey, we're going to put them all together because we do have Francis and Stipe coming. And we do have Amanda coming. And we do have a John. And we have a Masvidal coming. We need to put all these guys together because not one of them can sell a damn pay-per-view. Yeah, and my, my fav, uh, honorable mention was Neil Magny, but he just doesn't have that star power that you're talking yeah. about because he went you know, 4-0. He's in the top 10 right now, but no one's talking about him. He's not a star, but he right. had an unbelievable – he's like a Kevin Holland. Like, he's still getting to that point, but, yeah, he could walk into Walmart and no one's going to know who he is. Yeah. But that's why I think Shemaev, in my opinion, like, was the obvious answer just based on the three fights that he had, is now fighting Leon Edwards, which is probably the most meteoric uh, right. rise I've ever seen. But everyone is talking about Shemaev. You put a video and Shemaev's name is in it, you're getting a 1,000 views. No, yeah. you're absolutely right with the Shemaev thing. Like, 
I know I always say this on the podcast all the time when my uncles or aunts or cousins, when people ask me about, hey, this UFC card has this guy named Chimaev on it. Should I watch this? What's going on? Of course, when Connor fights uh, next month, it's like, oh, we're buying the Connor pay-per-view. Chimaev has that. Uh, even Figueredo and Holland, they don't have that yet. I really think they are next level guys and they're studs. But uh, star wise, I think Chimaev maybe pulls the cake, guys. See, like people know who he is and they want to know who he is. I think why I didn't put him on my list or honorable mentions, I think the UFC dropped the ball on him. I really do. I think his gimmick was that he fights a lot and smashes people in 40 seconds. I don't know how they can put him on ice for four months. I just thought they really dropped the ball. There were short notice fights he could have got. Um, I really thought it would have been super cool if him and Holland really did hook up this week. Uh, didn't happen. I think UFC dropped the ball on him, making him the breakout star of 2020. I 100% agree with uh, everything you guys are saying. I that's kind of my take too. I just feel like I feel like Holland didn't have the name. Souza was great. The knockout that he had of Souza definitely helped his case. If people are going to give him fighter of the year or 20 breakout star of 2020, the knockout I think is what kind of solidified that. But for Kamzat, like, don't get me wrong, Gerald Mearshart, you know, he was a t- he was a guy that people thought was going to be a test. Kamzat is obviously belongs where he's at, but um, I agree with you. I think that you know, here's a guy that's fighting like two times every a month, and then all of a sudden we haven't seen him in forever, and it's like his name. I feel like if you're if you're not on Twitter, if you're a guy that just kind of watches the cards, but you're not really on Twitter. You don't really know, like where that where is Kamz at? Like you don't, you wouldn't know where he is. It's just kind of like what what's going on with him. He's just disappeared. He's off the map. Right, and I feel the UFC. That's probably maybe if I had you know eight minutes with Dana White and seven minutes wasn't about me working for him. The other minute would be about like I feel once in a while when they have something rolling, you just roll with it. Like when Daniel Bryan is doing the yes chant and every fans are cheering for him, you just roll with them and make him the champ. Like, Chemayev was so hot. Just roll with it. Like, and there was literally an event every week. Uh, they went to Fight Island multiple times. Chemayev could have had an easily, like, he didn't need the Leon Edwards fight, which that fight is awesome, and it's the main event. One, I really think Leon Edwards is getting overlooked for one. But two, I just felt like the gimmick of Chemayev just fighting, he could have fought more of those guys. I, Neil Magny types, and Neil Magny wanted to fight him. He could have fought those 7 through 12s. I would love to see uh, how about Chamaya versus Mike Perry in a main event. Like, tell me the MMA world is not watching that fight. Like, that could have that would have been humongous. Well, that's the... you add in... go ahead, uh, Steve. Go ahead. I was going to say you just add in the fact that he can fight in two divisions. Right. So you just you double up the opportunity right there, which is insane. Yeah, just just keep nailing him out, and especially if he's winning in this minute, he's not getting any you know body. If you went to a 15 minute war with one of these guys, yeah, I understand you sit him. But, uh, you know, Figueredo put away Alex Perez in two minutes, didn't take damage. They're like, you're good? He goes, yeah, I'm good. And he's back out there. Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, and the opponents were there. There were so many guys calling out Shemaev. I mean, we had Chris Weidman calling out Shemaev. Like, he could have, in my honest opinion, he probably could have went out, steamrolled through Chris Weidman and fought in another week and a half. You know, I, Chris Weidman, for me, and I've talked about it on the show before, he's getting kind of on my nerves because he is done like he is done in my opinion he's he's over the hill and him calling out these guys he's i know he's trying to keep his name relevant but he doesn't stand a chance against izzy and he doesn't stand a chance against shemaev he barely won his last fight if i mean i don't know weidman is a guy that drives me nuts weidman wasn't healthy enough 
they I, I had an inside person that told me that they wanted to make that fight. They loved that fight. It was going to be around October. It was like around two months after Weidman got his win. That would have been a really big name for Chemayev. They felt like Chemayev would have steamrolled through him. Weidman wasn't healthy. So literally, Weidman calls him out. The UFC wanted to make that fight. And then I had inside information saying that Weidman wasn't healthy enough to make that fight. So they couldn't do it. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Anything else, fellas, for the rest of this show? That's it. That's all we have. It's a quick little feeler show for all the fans out there. And, uh, you know, we're going to do a little bit of these. Um, there's going to be – I think I'm going to post two this week. So there will be this one. There will be one other one. But uh, breakout star of 2020 with some honorable mentions. We got two Davison Figueredos. And I was surprised by the Gilbert Burns pick, Steve. I like Gilbert Burns. Um, I think that – I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who Gilbert Burns is. <laughs> I, I don't, is, is he – he's a fighter? <laughs> I think that I think that he's got he's got all the all the talent. I just think that like you know he's not he's not as marketable as the other guys. You know at this point Joaquin Buckley might be more marketable than uh, Gilbert Burns just based off the knockout that he had of Impa Kasaganai. So uh, pretty crazy. Who's a twenty twenty one breakout star? Oh, we are we're actually doing this on okay, the uh, on the next one. I don't want to tease it too much. I'll say I, I'll say I'll a name though. Name. Go ahead, Steve. No, no, no. Do, the, do the next show. I'm sorry. I just thought it would have been fun. Well, this isn't this isn't mine, but I'm gonna go on and say a, fr- a, a friend of the show, Miranda Maverick. Wait for she is going to be insane. You know, she's a wrestling background type fighter, and she came out through the hands, sliced up her opponent pretty good, and uh, she's insane. I think that she has potential to really make a quick rise in 2021. Like it. Like a, it. Qu- a quick name I had, just a guy I've I've seen fight a little bit, Kyler Phillips. Basically. Oh yeah, the Matrix. The okay. Matrix. Okay. He's pretty he's, exciting he's too. He, he's good. Love him. Love him. There's a lot of heavyweights on the rise. I love the heavyweight division. 2021, 2022. A lot of youth in there. Two flyweights, Jillian the Savage Robertson and Jimmy Brick Flick. I think Jimmy Brick is going to get a submission win this weekend. I think he's going to get two or three, especially in that division. And he's got like a character to him, a good nickname. I think probably at the end of the year, I think we can see a Figueredo versus uh, Jimmy Flick flyweight championship match. Also heavyweights, Tom Aspinall. That is my guy. I love Tom Aspinall. And Jimmy Jimmy Crew is another guy for me. Jimmy Crew, I love Jimmy Crew. I think he's gonna he has the potential to be yeah. an absolute stud and super young yet too. So another right. guy I really like. Love it, love it, boys. All right, Dave, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Everyone, go check out Fight Bananas. They have put out some great content all the time throughout the week, uh, and you can check them out basically everywhere. Right, Dave? You got in, you got Instagram. Your guys are on YouTube. You're on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you guys are everywhere. Yeah, everything. Um, it's really cool. We actually had a really big meeting this week. Uh, 2020 was awesome, and it's uh, good businesses and good people thrive in bad situations. So we had a good year. Uh, 2021 is going to be insane. Uh, we had a really good meeting. Uh, we're expanding and just getting bigger and double down on some things. So we're pretty pumped. Uh, 2021 is going to be bananas. Awesome. We appreciate it. Best of luck with everything, and we hope to have you back on soon. Sounds good, brother. Be good, guys. Take it easy. Take care. Have a good 2021.